So I'm doing this bonus episode. I'm doing a full one tonight, hopefully uh, with my cousin's husband, Michael. I've had him on before. It's dope. It's going to be a little bit going to have a lot more levity. Hopefully it doesn't get too serious because of the topic. But I want to just talk about my boys, my two sons, uh, Trey and Young Q, Quentin. And their nicknames, because all my kids have nicknames, was Racer for Quentin and Trey got Jumper. I don't know if it fucking stuck, but that's what it is. Race and jump. <clears throat> nice. <laughs> but, <clears throat> and I got going for Riley. You know what? I think if I'm a, I think I'm a call Rod Dreamer. Got a winner, racer, jumper, dreamer. I think that works. I like that. Rolls off the tongue. But, yeah. So, recently, my parents took uh, Quentin and Riley and and, and Quinn's sister to Disney World, which was dope, you know, for them. I didn't go. Um, And a little backstory, I was a rebel, still a rebel now, but I was a dumb rebel. Super dumb rebel because I would always not y'all yeah I'd always get caught usually I would get caught I'm just gonna say because just in case my parents said they got me every time never got away with nothing sis boomba but they did like I, so my personality is always gonna be to push the envelope and it's not because I was a bad kid just mischievous and I always thought I was smarter than the room. When in reality, I probably wasn't, especially as a kid. So it's just like, and I've always had this chip on my shoulder. I've always had, and I, I've talked about this on an earlier podcast. I, it feels good to say that, by the way. But like this chip of saying something I can't do something or saying that I can't accomplish anything that I knew it only relied on me, I was going to do it. And I'm going to shit talk and I'm going to let you know that I fucking did it. I'm dope. And I think with those two, because my daughters are, they're the best parts of me. They're the most productive parts of me. All of them have really good parts, but the most productive parts went to my little girls. But I know the vandal parts, the outright villain parts, definitely went to my boys. And there is no way around it. At all, actually. Like, none. Zero way around it. These, like, these two are going to, if Trey and Q ever link up, and I hope they do, I hope when I'm in Oregon that they can live with me, they're only, they're two school years apart, but they're, yeah, they're they're almost two years apart, yeah, Trey was born in 2013, but late 2013, and yeah, they're, yeah, they're almost 18 months, a little bit over 18 months apart. And I want them to live with me, but I know unfettered, these niggas is going to be a problem in a good way and a bad way. Like they're on the same team because yeah, when one's a junior, one will be a freshman. So they'll have that dynamic. 
and I know that they'll take care of each other, look out for each other, but I also know that they will, if left to their own devices, I'm gonna have to be on them. They're gonna be a fucking date. They're either gonna be Romulus and Remus, or I can't think of two other brothers that were fucked up. That's a good one. Or Kane and Undertaker. Brother, like, they're either gonna raise the greatest fucking civilization that'll be revered, not the greatest, but one of the greatest civilizations and revered and leaving a mark for centuries. Pro- millennia or they are going to destroy the world at a level no one's ever fucking seen before and I, because of that binary and I know there's going to be very little gray area I'm excited for what they do on a positive note Because I know they're both smart enough and crafty enough to get done whatever they ever want to get done. They will accomplish so many things in life. And I I hope it's for good. And it there's dirt and it's funny because their their backgrounds are their only common denominator is me. Cause their moms are different. I like to hope. But both their moms are rebellious and both have a temper. So, yeah, that could be that. Could, and you mix it in with with whatever I've got going on. That's it's going to be funny. But I had to talk to Quentin because he got two whoopings by my parents. And it was just being he was just pissing everybody off. Bro, it's the happiest place on earth, and you got two whoopings from a man who probably thought he gave his last whooping in 2002. Yes, I was 15, whatever. Like, it's been almost 20 years since he had to whoop somebody. And just the lying and being manipulative and just being an overall dick. And so I had to go talk to him. Because he's been having issues, getting in trouble, and everything else, and that's just like, all right, it'll, it'll come out. It all wash. It all come out in the wash. But it's like after I heard he was just being an overall dick, I was like, let me go talk to this boy. I told him like, bro, you don't want to be the liar, because then no one believes you. <laughs> and then when no one believes you, no one wants to fuck with you. Because if you're a girl and you're a liar, people will still fuck with you, especially if you're pretty enough. You can be a trash human being as a female. And if you're pretty enough or rich enough, whatever, or, yeah, people will deal with it for a lot longer than if you're a dude. Because motherfuckers are going to beat your ass. And I told him, I'm just like, bro, you got to. And then I found he was bullying his sisters. I was like, dude. I'm a, like, if next time I hear about you bullying your sisters, I'm going to be on you. It's going to be me and you. Because you take care of family, bro. You never turn your back on family. Me and my sister may not have gotten along, but I would never bully her. She knew that I would never go out of my way to make her feel bad, to to obviously not put my hands on her. We would wrestle as kids, but as we got older, like, it's not as fucking fighting. I'm six and a half years older than her. But, like, 
that you never go against your family. You never turn your back on family. You don't do shit to, to make your family look bad in the sense of just being a dick to your family. And what I see, and, and I, I, I feel he got it. And I'm talking to his grandmother because that's who he lives with. And it's just like when I was going, because everything he's done, that I used to do and get in trouble for. And it's not like just lying to, to just be like, hey, it's uh, like he would, you're lying to avoid consequences. But when you lie to avoid consequences, especially in situations where people already know that you're lying, you're, it's going to be worse. Because before you would just get it, like if you get in trouble, you can get a whooping or be grounded, you're good. But if you lie and get like it's a whooping and being grounded, that's a double whammy of bad. You can't even salt your, you can't even, you know, tend to your wounds while playing a PlayStation. Nothing. And I told him, I was like, dude, whatever you're trying to get away with, because if you're trying to sneak and watch a TV show that you're not supposed to, or listen to music you're not supposed to, there's a history. There is a history. And I asked him, like, but what is going on? What is causing you to do this? He was just like, when I get over it, so I was like, yeah, like, and he gave me his explanation. I was like, okay, since you recognize this, stop it. Stop. If you feel yourself getting manic or overexcited, stuff like that, and I think that's what it is. He wants to control things, but not in a good way. Like, bro, stop. And I, there's so many things going on. And I'm pretty, and things going on in his head, like, and, and I, I don't think he, he understands the ramifications that can lead later because he's also fucking nine. But you can't establish, you have to stop, you have to break down this, you have to stop this established behavior before it becomes even more dug in and it becomes a character flaw. And those are a lot harder to break. But I told him I love him, but just like, bro, you need to, you need to do better or I'm going to be on you. Because I don't want him growing up just living to avoid consequences because that's not fun because you still fuck up you just try to fuck up in a way to where you won't get caught that way you don't have to lie and that's not good living so you like living your life so you don't have to hear people's mouths is not a great way to live a life because it's still a life of fear just try living righteously and from my wife, she, my ex-wife, she said, like, Trey's a brat. I don't think my ex-wife sees it, but when they visited, um, and they were with, and when my ex-wife and, and my son visited my parents' house, Trey was a brat. Whiny, wouldn't listen, pouty. I was like, Jesus Christ, all these kids are me. Overly sensitive. Like, dude, I don't know. You could have been like him. I don't know. And I, I don't really want for that. They are my two princes. My girls, I, I have no issue. They're going to be okay. They are going to be okay. 
I'm not worried about. As long as they don't pick up a drug habit, I think they're going to be perfectly fine. Avoid the wrong people to date, whether it be guys or girls. I think they're going to be fine. Like they're going to avoid calamities. My sons, I, I, I feel, I fear for, and I feel for them. And it's the story. And I was telling my acquaintance grandparents, like it's the story of Icarus. Like they're going to fly too close to the sun because they're going to push boundaries. And I get that. I understand that. And I told Quentin, I was like, dude, I know what you're going through. You're going, you're going to push about, you're going to do things that where it's a lot of, it's a lot of high risk, high reward. If you pull it off, it's the greatest thing ever. But if you fail, it's going to be the pits and you got to learn how to take that fucking L like a man and just deal with it. But also learn you don't always have to fly so close to the sun. You don't have to take everything to the max. And it comes from scarcity of losing stuff or feeling like you're losing stuff. So it's like, all right, I'm ungrounded. I'm going to stay out till 1 a.m. Your curfew's 12. Well, since it's already 1230, I might as well hang out till 3 because I'm going to get in the same amount of trouble anyway. You could have just came home at 12 and not be grounded for the next month and missing more shit. And you don't recognize that until you're older. But it, it's, damn it, I missed the turn. But it is, man, it, it's something that you, you got to pick up and and realize that, yeah, and it's hard, bro. It's super hard. It's super hard to get mad at your kid for something that you know you would have done. Not gotten a whooping at fucking Disney World, though. I knew better. Like, when I found out we were going to Disney World, I think early in the school year, I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to not get in trouble. Whatever trouble I'm going to get in is going to be minimal. I'll make sure my grades are okay. I'm not going to rock too many fucking boats. I'm going to go from there. Because in the way we went, it was perfect. It was a 25 year. Like we went literally 25 years ago, which is hilarious because it's so weird because Quentin's sister is six years younger than him. Almost six and a half. Like I'm. Because he was born in March. She was born. Yeah. Almost six years younger than him. Six, almost six and a half years younger than him. And my sister Bria is almost, she was born June 16th. She was almost, she's six and a half years younger than me. We went 25 years apart. It was the 25th anniversary of Disney, and it's the 50th anniversary of Disney. And when we went, it was dope because we flew down there. That's my first time on a plane. I was on nine. And we went the, the week before. We were there for five days. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, left Wednesday. So, yeah, we were there. But it was a, it was right before uh, Thanksgiving break. So, I'm not finna be in school for a whole, almost two, yeah, for a whole week. Bro, I'm geeked up. Like, this is perfect. You roll straight from vacation into another fucking vacation. But this time with turkey, nigga. Yeah. And the cool thing about that time is, oh, no, I didn't, yeah, I, I didn't, 
Uh, I, I didn't live it. I don't think they lived in Kent yet. No, I think they did. They did leave Kent. My cousins and them had moved down. So, but I would still go stay with my cousins or my great grandmother that lived in Cleveland. Shit was wavy, hella wavy. I had to go to the most, and I loved it, bro. That that sticks to me. Disney was dope. Bits and pieces are starting to fade, but man, that shit was fucking dope. But yeah, I knew, and I, he didn't know, but like, he got surprised with it. But like, bro, like, I was like, I'm not gonna mess this up. I'm at Disney. While I'm there, I'm gonna be in my best behavior. What are we doing? Cool. I'm gonna be there. I'm not gonna be a brat. Not gonna be nothing. Cause like, bro, this is Disney. Motherfuckers dream of this shit. I don't think I've been that happy since. Ah, one time. And that's different. But bro, it's like, it's, yeah, it's like, I, I, I want the best for them. I want them to succeed. I want them to know that they can do things in life. Yeah, I want them to know that they can do great things in life. And they will. But reel it the fuck in. And that's why I'm glad I'm trying to evolve as a person to become be calmer, not be such a hothead, to, to think about more things. But it's like because I don't want my kids being that. Cause you find yourself rebelling for no fucking reason sometimes. For no productive reason. You're just out here being a dick. Even if it's to yourself, there's no reason to be a dick. And I'm sitting there talking to his grandmother like, look, Stacy and I were both rebels. Both opinionated. Both pushing shit too far. We had a kid. So this mess isn't yours to clean up. It's on us. And I took like, yeah, I take full responsibility for not having full custody of them. And being a fucking train wreck myself. Because I didn't want them to inherit that shit, bro. Not at all, man. That's just not fucking fun. Being grounded is not fun. Not being able to go to fucking prom because you're grounded is not fun. Not being able to go to fucking senior prom because you got to fucking rest it is not fun. You got to, so I got, yeah, I'll tell that story one more time. But yeah, I got arrested two months before fucking prom for a felony. Four. So I was looking at real fucking time. That would have fucked my life up forever. By the grace of God, it didn't. Thank you, God, for that one. Bro. I think that was literally my grandfather, like, this idiot, I have to help him get to, like, no, 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 you're a dummy, you're dumb, I'm, I'm gonna have to bail him out, God, whatever favors I got, I gotta trade him off, give him, give him the, give him the head. But yeah, so it's like, they're, they're not bad kids, it's just that chip on the shoulder. And like I said, like, that can, that it's a weird because I want them to keep that edge. I want them to to keep that fire inside, but just own it, hone it. That's it. Hone the fire inside.
because it could destroy the entire world, dude. I do, I do have my mask. Nice. We have a mask mandate in Columbus. So I'm back to remembering that shit. But yeah, man. You had a chopper. Nice. But I, 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 that's one of my fears for them. Is that they'll they'll get together and instead of inspiring themselves to be great men and leaders in a team, they will be have they'll have their own Wikipedia page. And that's the that's the wild part, dude. Knowing that that it's it's if they're if they're in the grid where they just become two accountants and live boring lives, bro, I'm with it. I'm very concerned, like, hey man, don't take too many risks. You know, but you know, like your kids, you can't control them as much as as much as you'll try, as much as you'll want to, you can't. And I just hope for their sake that. They, they they become the men who me and their mothers want them to be. Like that's what I'm that's what I'm hopeful for. So yeah, man, it's it's weird. It's extremely fucking weird. But it's not. It's it's. I keep saying it's weird because I can't think of another word right now of how I literally popped out two little versions of me. Well, I didn't pop out. Their mom did, but I, I put them in there. Excuse me. I don't know. Like it. It would be a nice little. Because I've always said this about my cousins and I, and I, I said this on the episodes with my cousin Lamar and my cousin Ray. like, if you'd have put me in Cleveland in the 80s, not mostly, but 90s and early 2000s with my wild ass, wild about cousins, bro, it'd have been, it'd have, it'd have been horrible. All of us would have probably, like I said, it, it could have been both ways. We could have been something great and reshaped the city of Cleveland in our own image and made it a better place and made it one of the it cities and or there's some Jordan boys like the the name Jordan would have rang a lot differently and I, I think about that and it, it's really yeah it's, it's really it's a nice little uh thought thought experiment to do what will your kids be if i love this song let me on a bus 
This song was a shit back in 2003. Oh man, this girl I was dating named Rachel. This was our song. Our song. I gotta tell a story. Dude, I have to tell the story about her. Rachel Logwood. Yeah, Rachel fucking Logwood. Man, that's gonna be definitely a story for a different one. I might even do that. I wanna do something big for my 100th fucking episode, 100th official episode. But, yeah. I don't know. I gotta start planning that shit. But I gotta do a bunch of fucking bonus ones. Because I don't wanna fucking sell it. But yeah, man, this is. I don't know. I'll say this. I love my boys. And I'm gonna be definitely more in their lives. Or in their lives more. And have a better, more positive impact. And yeah, I want them to come live with me. Them and anyone else because they are, if left to their own separate devices, I don't think they're gonna be as okay as I would like them to be. Like, these niggas is going to fuck shit up. Amazingly. And I want them to be able to build that camaraderie to be like, yo, no matter what, stick with your brother. Lead him to glory, not to darkness. They can become brother preachers. I don't give a shit. Just do not. Just like, bro, don't, don't 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 be brother addicts. And don't be brother petty thieves and criminals. Like, do like, don't, don't be that. Be actors and play those guys. That would be great. But I, mean, I don't want to have to visit them in Leavenworth, fucking Florence. Like, you two are wanted by Interpol? What the shit? What did you do to piss off Interpol? So, so, uh, like, I don't want them to be Terry and Meech Flannery. I don't. I don't think anything good will come from that. I'd rather them not be the new BMF. I'd rather them ride BMX. Fucking be inline skaters. Like the, uh, Yatsimura? I don't know. But, yeah, this is a little bonus one. I don't say I love my boys a lot. I really do. Me and my wife are better terms, I guess. I'm still not letting him change his name. Like, I'm not signing that shit over. I'll pay child support for the entire fucking 18 years. I don't care. If he wants to change it, his last name at, at 18, so be it. But until that day, nope, not doing it. He is the third. There should always be someone with our name walking this earth from our bloodline. That's the prophecy, but you all be easy. See you guys later tonight.